Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Pastor Kamisha, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, we're going to open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that you're such a good, loving, and merciful God. And we thank you that your mercy endures forever. You're never short on grace or patience for us. And you're always so generous, kind, and loving, and compassionate towards us. Lord, thank you for opening the door for us to understand and study your word and to have peace and freedom as we do so, Lord. We thank you for your covenant of promises. We thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord, and just who you are. We bless the people that are partaking in the word with us today. We bless them in your name, Jesus, and we ask you to multiply your grace to them, to multiply understanding and revelation knowledge of you, Jesus, to them. We ask you to multiply peace to them, safety and safekeeping, God. We thank you for their their physical bodies from the top of their head to the soles of their feet being healed, restored, set free, and delivered, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're causing even their enemies to be at peace with them and providing shalom to them in their household and the world around them, God. Everything that pertains to them, Lord, we just ask you to finish the work and complete it and perfect it in your name, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We ask you to have your way and to minister minister to us throughout our time together, Lord. We thank you again for your peace. We can't say thank you enough, Lord. You're just so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are, all that you do for us and your love for us. We bless your name, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in Romans. And we are going to reread. Uh, so we're in chapter 12. We're going to reread verses 9 through the end of the chapter. So who would like to volunteer to do that, please? I will. All right, Layla. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in so doing you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
So who would like to begin sharing what the Holy Spirit is speaking ministering to you? Or who has a question they want to ask so we can all learn and grow together? I think Promise has something. All right, sir. So Lewis Tech talking to me about verse 14 where it says bless those who persecute you and wait bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse okay and how i found that interesting and how that goes to scripture how always um i don't remember the exact wording but the gist of it is forgive everybody will you not be forgiven Mm -hmm. and how the lord's talking to me how it's important for someone to understand why that that's done so the lord's talking to me about how for example when he said bless he's not talking about just blessing them he's talking about bringing them to the lord and not going i want this person to die or get sick and how when we when we think like that we're Basically asking the Lord to send them, send them to hell without being forgiven. Mm-hmm. And how since the Lord said he said he wants everybody to go to heaven, he doesn't want anybody to perish. That's why the Lord said, forgive them. Hmm. Okay. What else? Uh, in your scripture that you reference is Mark 11. 26 but if you do not forgive neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses and actually verse 25 first and whenever you stand praying if you have anything against anyone forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses but if you do not forgive neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses thank you you're welcome my love What else you got? And that was it. You sure? Well, for now anyway. Oh, okay. Okay, well, how do we get to that place, sir? Because this this part of Romans, from chapter 12 through, I'll say, the better part of chapter, through, through chapter 15, is about action and application. So I would ask you, how do we get to that place where we're able to forgive all those those people that hurt us, that spitefully use us, that curse us, or that persecute us? How do we get to a place where we can bless them in spite of all they're doing and not curse them? How? How how do we get to that place? (laughs) I know it's it's a. But but part of the answer is in what we just read. Yes. I mean that's that's kind of you know where there is instruction here. Mm. Yes. Um, I think a a big part of it. I was uh, digging in um, because the the version uh, when we read uh, the the first time we went through this section uh, did not have um, hypocrisy in it, and the word hypocrisy is pretty important here, Mm -hmm. and so. When we think of hypocrisy, we think of more, it, well, in the context of, let me even back up just a second. 
I heard a preacher give a sermon on that one time in relationship to how the word was used in the times when this was written. Mm-hmm. And it was, and just to clarify, the hypocrisy you're talking about is from verse nine, right? Yes. Where we began. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so, um, think of it as an actor on a stage mm-hmm. who literally would hold a mask in front of their face, mm-hmm. and they would use different masks for different roles. Mm-hmm. And so they weren't who they said they would be. That's why, like, if you look at um, if you go to a theater, you mm-hmm. might have at the bottom of the front page of the handout you get mm-hmm. uh, the two masks. Mm-hmm. That's where that comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. The smiley face and the frowny face. The smiley face and the yes. frowny face, yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, so that was a representation of being something you aren't. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. A hypocrite is being something, right? Saying one thing, doing something else. Mm-hmm. So the first place we must begin is being with a true, honest assessment of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Amen. And and um, we talk about that. What uh, and, uh, is it? James talked about looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and seeing ourselves and walking away, forgetting, forgetting what we just saw. We right. Mm-hmm. Right. So being honest, um, not that we look at it as a death sentence because we've been delivered from the death sentence, right? Mm-hmm. But who we are in our flesh suits in this moment we are we we do still sin mm-hmm. right we're we're free right we're we're born again but we still have that so we have to recognize and and have that assessment of who we really are and be honest with ourselves and of course in understanding that that puts us in the position of understanding all the grace and all the mercy and all the forgiveness that was given to us which makes it much more difficult for us to think any other way about others than with giving them grace and mercy and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So Amen. Amen. That's, that's the beginning of the answer, I think, for where you were going, John. Th- that's exactly where I was going. Verse 9, or that's, that is the start. And the, uh, well, well, I'll say switch roles in this, <laughs> this morning, because you brought up the point of the word hypocrisy. And I, and I love how you go to the interlinear, and the, the Greek there is enupokritos, which is talking about being undisguised or a real thing. Other versions will say, let love be sincere. Right? Sincerity. And we can see why it's important in so many sections of Scripture. Um, 2 Corinthians 6, 6, or 6, uh, really is verse 6, but there's so much more there because Paul is talking about his ministry and um, actually can I get a volunteer to read from verse three uh, in second Corinthians 6 verse 3 through 10 I will okay We give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed, but in all things we condemn ourselves as ministers of God. Commend. Commend ourselves. Oh, sorry. Commend. There's a big difference there. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's okay. But in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness, on the right hand and on the left, 
by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as un as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for those that are, are listening, um, I'm laughing because Layla just just mouthed or, or made this face, the shocked face and mouth the words wow like yes because it's powerful and this is how he described his ministry this is why he is carrying himself or conducting himself in this manner and i think the the very first verse says it all which is what you repeat that layla verse three we give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed Hmm. isn't that how we are supposed to be right and what what the blood of christ does makes us Without spot, blemel, or blemish, or wrinkle, yes. right? Our spirit, soul, and body, right? That's that's how he describes it in Thessalonians. May our spirit, soul, and body be without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, that we would be presented blameless before our God and Father. That's incredible, and it's not just there, right? Um, there's First Timothy one five, right? The goal of our instruction is the love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a sincere faith. Does everybody get that? Yes. If we're operating in love, then we should have the others. Our conscience should be good. And our faith, right? You notice that this... The similarity there, let love be without hypocrisy. And what was other versions translated? Let your love be sincere. Yes. Love and faith being very similar in this, right? Joined, unity there. It, it matters how we carry and conduct ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, James, um, lost my place here. 317. 17 and 18 says this, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Isn't that what Jesus did? Yes. There were many that were offended with him, absolutely. However, he sought to make peace and to reconcile things back to the Father. Right? Yes. He exhorted people as to how they should live and carry and conduct themselves. And there was another scripture, and I seem to have lost my place. <laughs> um, it's in Peter. Um, one second. One Peter one twenty two. We can all turn there. I need more bookmarks. Mm-hmm. 
Peter says it this way. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. So we see the, again, the unity there and the similarity of the, the purity, sincerity of faith and love working together, joined together, right? Which is how we are to conduct ourselves. And we ask how you get to that place, right? How did Jesus move and operate, function in love? Because you can say, oh, well, it says, Scripture says very plainly, God is love. Yes. Well, how do you get to a place where while you're being crucified, you are able to forgive? In the midst of someone murdering you. In the midst of someone literally murdering you, yes. Then you have to be sincerely living and forgiving before the action or event even occurs towards you already made up your heart and your mind to forgive, to walk in love. It matters. It does. Um, let's... You're going to add something, honey? I was. I was going to... I was reminded of a... You know, when we talk about how the Lord lived his earthly... His, his life while he was on the earth in his ministry. And sometimes people go, well, that, yeah, well, that was Jesus. But... but but that was Jesus. And it, the enemy uses that as an opportunity to push distance between us and the standard and the measure that, that the Lord Jesus Christ is for our lives and that everything, with the exception of providing salvation, what he did, we are able to do because we have the same Holy Spirit. And he told us that the works that I do and greater works will you do. Um, but I wanted to look at, I was reminded of um, in Acts where, um, Stephen, Stephen was being crucified, uh, being stoned. Mm. And he was, he was able to come to the place that while he was being murdered, uh, Stephen, he preached the gospel to them. It's an X8, I believe. Uh, seven. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, verses 55. Oh. Uh, you can read verses 55 down to 60. Does someone have that? You want to read it for us? Um, I do have okay. it. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Layla. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So glory to God. We see another brother in Christ who had the same 
testimony and alignment that our Lord and Savior did. Lord, forgive them. Don't charge, don't hold this against them. What they're doing. He was literally in, in the midst of being murdered and asked God to forgive his murderers for what they were doing. And guess who's, who's there holding the clothes? Saul. That's Saul. Paul? As the apostle Paul, who's mm -hmm. writing to us in Romans. The same man, but not the same man. Same body, different spirit. Amen. And a, a renewed mind. We, we read previously in Romans, um, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm sorry? 12.2. Yes. 12 mm -hmm. The good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So Peter, I mean, Paul, who was Saul, went from being a murderer and being satisfied and watching this man of God be killed to now preaching the gospel to us and, and describing and articulating to us the very things that he saw manifested and represented in this man, Stephen, who is our brother in Christ, a fellow saint who was like the Lord and how he um, forgave and his, the level and manner of love that he operated in. Now, I just want to take a, a quick moment to talk about love for a second. Because as humans, we, we think mostly in terms of natural human love. We think of sexual love. We think of um, like friendship kind of love. We think of you name it. But the love that God is talking about is his kind of love. His kind of love is without limitations. His kind of love is complete and thorough. The God kind of love is what gives us the ability to fulfill these things that God is talking to us about in his word. And um, in Acts 55, Acts 7, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 7, verse 55, there was a key statement about Stephen that lets us know how he was able to come to that place of walking in this level of love. And we also see it described about our Lord and Savior. It says, but he being full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, well, then he was able to do these things. You see other gifts of the Spirit. He looked up and saw Jesus in heaven standing when Jesus' place is actually seated. So, Jesus stood for this man as he was carrying out the call that God had for his life. But that's, that's our key to coming over, being full of the Holy Spirit. We're not going to be able to accomplish this without him. We can't accomplish it in our flesh because our flesh only knows selfish love. Our flesh only knows gratifying, self-gratifying love, human love. But the God kind of love is the only one that puts another ahead of yourself. It's the only one that yields to God's will above our own. It's the only one that does no harm to a neighbor. So while we're looking at this, we're renewing our mind. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to come into us. We're allowing him to change our perspectives and to replace the limits of humanity with the unlimited scope of the supernatural of our life 
in Christ Jesus. We are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. We talked about um, hypocrisy and that uh, duality that it shows and superficial, but it's not sincere or true and genuine. That's loving from a human perspective versus putting on the God kind of love. And again, you need the Holy Spirit to help you with this. And the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is where we get that help. I believe it's Jude that tells us to that praying in the Holy Spirit builds us up in our most holy faith and keeps us in the love of God. Uh, let me look at that real quick. Find that verse for you. Yes, it is. Will you read it to me, my dear? Um, this is Jude. It's chapter 1, verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Amen. Amen. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. When we came into relationship with Jesus Christ, we had that shed abroad in our hearts. And for the full development of it, just like we see our, our Lord um, being filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit, and we saw in our, our brother Stephen, and later our brother Paul, like scripturally, chronologically, Paul, he's writing this from a place of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And being in tuned and engaged with the Holy Spirit, but not breaking separation. It's possible for us to connect with God and not let him go. It's possible for us to stay so in tuned with him that we don't make provisions for our flesh to indulge in um, earthly lust, to repay someone for evil or to become angered. James, my one of my favorite scriptures when it talks about, um, it references self-control in a way. I know you know the scripture, so go ahead. This is James chapter 1. And let me find the verse. That's 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. Go ahead. Anyone else have anything they want to share real quick? Yeah, I know we're almost out of time. I just, um, you know, you posed it as the question... Um, initially in this section, like practically how do we live this out? Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> uh, Kamisha, you laid it out really well there about uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit and being directed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, you even brought up um, about how it's um, 
it's easy for people to accept the excuse. Well, that was Jesus. Jesus did that basically mm-hmm. saying, I can't because I'm not Jesus. Mm-hmm. But we're equipped with everything that Jesus had. That's right. Again, we, we don't provide salvation because we're not sacrificing ourselves for the world. Mm-hmm. But he said we do greater things. Mm-hmm. And so back to hypocrisy within our own selves and just mm-hmm. being honest with ourselves and recognizing how God has designed us. Mm-hmm. Our emotions are a wonderful tool. And I've talked about this many times before, mm-hmm. you know, they say that you have to hear something seven times to actually hear it, you know, <laughs> but I, I think it's just a great analogy. It's, it's just as pretend you're just a, uh, a police officer at a four way intersection and you're controlling your emotions. And when an emotion comes along that you want to process, you, you wave that emotion along, you have authority over that emotion and you tell that, that emotion, what you want it to do. I'm feeling peace. I'm feeling love. I'm feeling joy. You come right on in. Yep. Yep. You pass. Oh, anger, pride, whatever these emotions are that aren't acceptable. You just put your, put your hand up like you would a police officer. Stop. You proceed no further. You can just turn around and go back the other way. I'm not letting you in. And that's the Holy Spirit in us. That's God giving us tools and designed us well. So we understand that. And then we, when we recognize that emotion then we turn that back over to god that's how we surrender that thought captive to christ so that the holy spirit can begin to work in us and even still in that i know some people would say well but i can't do that maybe you haven't learned how to do it yet Mm -hmm. maybe you're not fully equipped in doing that so Mm -hmm. i'll just share a brief story there was a, a a time where i um was subjected to an extremely severe uh, betrayal mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't go so deep into it because sure, um, sure. there's other people involved. But um, it was, to me, it was as severe betrayal as could happen. Mm-hmm. And I was going to have to uh, be in an event where this person, persons were going to be that had betrayed me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was overwhelmed with anxiety and fear and all these emotions and trying to process it. I'm driving in my vehicle <clears throat> and uh, Joshua 1.9 comes to mind. Um, the Holy Spirit leads me to it. And Joshua 1.9 just says, you know, um, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. And I said, Amen. Lord, I'm dismayed. You've commanded me to be this way. You have to do something. Of course, I was a, a, a younger more mature Christian, but God even honored that. Mm-hmm. Literally, as I said that, my phone rang, and the event where I had to encounter them, I got a phone call that it was canceled. <laughs> You're like, glory to God. <laughs> Amen. And then in that, I got to rejoice. And then mm-hmm. that was healing balm to me that continued in the forgiving and the healing process that the Holy Spirit was doing in me so that I could remain in a place of forgiveness and, and not in a place of anger for this other person. So I wasn't mm-hmm. equipped in that moment to do it. And the Holy Spirit and God and his grace and his mercy gave me what I needed in that moment. So it's mm-hmm. not about being perfect in it, but it is about surrendering it back to Christ mm-hmm. when we're there so that the Holy Spirit can work and minister in us so that God can be glorified by mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And not to stay there, you know, to to finish what you 
we're saying Mm -hmm. you didn't just stay at that point of hoping God would cancel every event so you wouldn't have to face it. You continued on and you moved on into the fullness of forgiveness because God didn't mince words about that. He still meant (laughs) forgive and it doesn't matter what's happening. There's nothing worse than your creation murdering you and (laughs) it still forgave. So he gave you grace, but still you were willing to move forward in obedience to the ultimate goal of forgiveness. And today you stand in victory, fully forgiving, you know, whatever things happen to you and you have full confidence and pure conscience towards God because you did what he asked you to do and you completed the work. You didn't just stay in that phase Uh of this is really hard, Lord. Now help me, help me to endure. And then kept circling that mountain. You kept, you kept going over, you came over and overcame that and you have forgiven is that right yeah and i don't want to oversimplify it just for the brevity of time but there Mm -hmm. was a lot more that god was calling me into obedience for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and working on me in Mm -hmm. to bring me to a a true place of forgiveness that's right and um that whole situation um for me emotionally was turned around in less than six months i know people who've had similar um life experiences that Mm -hmm. I've spent 20 years and have not progressed at all. So by mm-hmm. God's grace, he Amen. did that. But it was through obedience. And, and there was lots of other things that he yeah. was calling me in some really awesome obedience to do yeah. um, in order to move through that. So it wasn't just that one event. Right, right. Like, but He's not a magic lamp that you just rub <laughs> me and say, God, you make this go away from me. That's No, that no. Was not it. There but was still a journey. And in you those went, moments. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. And the Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So you were willing and obedient and God was able to fulfill, you know, finish the work on that particular case of what he was talking about, but has applied it over and over in your life. So I guess um, we're, we're almost out of time, but um, we certainly want to just make sure we reach out to our listeners and let them know that we appreciate them and we appreciate your support. Uh, We appreciate your prayers and we appreciate being able to pray for you and to support Amen. you. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, criticisms, praises, uh, we're, we're good with all of them. You know, we just, mm-hmm. we just want to glorify God. So you can, uh, you can reach out to us at adayofprayer.org, uh, or you can contact us directly through email at adayofprayer at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Um, the website has been recently redesigned. It's pretty awesome now. It's uh, lots of new things there for you. Um, it could take you hours upon hours to navigate we encourage you to go through that again we'd love to hear your comments uh, if you uh, feel the holy spirit is leading you to give and support this ministry financially there's a way for you to do that at, at the dayofprayer.org website and um but again we we want to reach out we want to help you as well too so anything Absolutely. we can do for you please contact us and let us know thank you brother and uh, we've gone a little over so let's pause there for today because uh, there's a lot a lot for us to Take in let the Holy Spirit minister to us, and we will go over this section again on the next episode. Um, There's still more yet to, to unpack, as it were. So, could I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, I just thank you for forgiving us, Lord, and just giving us the same ability and capability, Lord, and the same Holy Spirit that you gave Jesus, Lord, so that way we can go out and be like him in the world, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for giving us the wisdom that you possess and allowing us to use this so that way we can go through the situations and discern rightly on how you want us to act and 
respond to the situations, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for everything that you've done for this ministry, Lord, and the people who are listening to it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.